0: Hello and welcome to the Birds and Braves podcast. I'm Luke Winstall and thank you for tuning in to today's show where I'll be talking about the Atlanta Falcons and their game against the Rams. Now to start off, I'll give a scoring summary and look back at the game. In the first quarter, Matt Bryant hit a 29-yard field goal to put Atlanta on top 3-0. Atlanta was the first team on the board. Then Bryant followed that by hitting a 51-yard field goal to put Atlanta up 6-0. That second field goal from Bryant. Made him 2-for-2 two two on the day, and it capped off a 9-play for 57-yard drive, which took 4 minutes and 12 seconds. In the second quarter, Atlanta scored their first touchdown of the day on a Devonta Freeman 3-yard run. Matt Bryant's extra point was good. That put the Falcons at a 13 to nothing advantage over the Rams. The Rams countered in the second quarter with a touchdown of their own. Cooper Cup caught a 14-yard pass from Jared Goff, Sam Thicken, kicked it through the uprights for the extra point. 13-7 was the score after a seven-play 79-yard drive. And then with three seconds left in the half, Sam Thicken kicked a 35-yard field goal to make it 13-10 and draw it within three points at the half. In the third quarter, Money Matt Bryant hits another field goal, a 25-yarder to put Atlanta up 16-10, Atlanta a six-point lead. And then the only other score of the third quarter was when Bryant, with 19 seconds left, in the quarter, hit a 54-yard field goal, capping off a 10-play, 45-yard drive. Then the final score of the third quarter was a Matt Bryant field goal with 19 seconds left in quarter number three when Bryant hit a 54-yarder to cap off a 10-play, 45-yard drive that took just under five minutes. That was a big field goal for Atlanta. It put them up two scores, leading LA 19-10. to In the fourth and final stanza of the game, The Rams kicked a field goal, a 32-yarder from Sam Ficken to bring it back within a score, 19-13. Then the final score of the game, Julio Jones sealing things off for Atlanta. Under six minutes to go caught an eight-yard pass from Matt Ryan who slipped as he was throwing it. And then Matt Ryan banged it through the uprights to make it 26-13. That capped off Atlanta's longest touchdown scoring drive of the day. Eight plays, 83 yards, and a five-minute drive. That would be the final score, 26-13. Atlanta would win the turnover battle, they were plus two, but they were offensively outgained by the Rams, 361-322, to in terms of total offense. The stat leaders from the game in terms of passing, obviously Matt Ryan, who's 21 for 30, so very efficient, a good completion percentage, passed for 281 yards, a touchdown, and was sacked three times he was under duress the entire night. I'll talk about the rushing and receiving leaders in just a few minutes. Defensively, Deion Jones led the team in tackles, he had 10 total, 7 of those were solo, and he had a tackle for loss. Keanu Neal was 2nd on the team in tackles, had 8, 6 of which were solo. The team had 3 sacks, Atlanta got 1 apiece from Beasley, McKinley, and Campbell. And in terms of special teams, Matt Bryant, 4 for 4 in his field goals, so 100% conversion rate there. His longest was a 54-yarder, he was 2 for 2 on extra points and he had 14 of the Falcons' 26 points. That shows you how valuable a good kicker can be. Bryant is 9-for-9 on his field goals in the past two games. And now to talk about the offense. Sarkeesian had really the game of his life play calling. He did a good job adjusting, making sure the Falcons didn't drop back to pass because the Rams had such a great pass rush all night. He had what I think is his best game play calling as the Falcons' offensive coordinator. Many analysts would echo and agree with that statement. The Falcons ran it 39 times and passed it 33 times. They were balanced, and what they did worked, and they dominated the clock. The Falcons finished with 37 minutes and 55 seconds of possession time, which is a franchise playoff record. That is how you beat offensive powerhouses. You just don't let their offense touch the ball much. Also, the Falcons' 72 offensive plays was a franchise playoff record for a regulation game. Atlanta dominated offensively right from the start of the game. Atlanta completely outplayed the LA offense. Atlanta had 81 total yards, and LA had 14, and Atlanta had 19 total plays, and LA only had 10, and Atlanta had 10 minutes of possession, LA had just under 5 in the opening quarter. So Atlanta came out firing, and they came out hot offensively, and their defense came out and shut LA down in the opening period. Devonta Freeman, after the game, commented on the Atlanta offense and said, I think we're getting back. Freeman had 18 carries for 66 yards, forced one missed tackle, had 53 of his 66 yards after contact. He was the team's rushing leader. Quintoris Julio Jones, as usual, was money. He was targeted nine times, had nine catches for 94 yards. 47 of those yards came after the catch, and Julio had a wide receiver rating of 147.2. And one more fun fact about Atlanta's passer, quarterback Matt Ryan. He's had a 100-plus passer rating in each of his last five playoff games. The only player with a longer streak in the Super Bowl era was Joe Montana with eight. Ryan is the all-time winningest quarterback in the playoffs in Falcons franchise history. He has four playoff wins. And now a note about the Rams. Aaron Donald was a huge factor in the game. I've always heard him talked about as a future Hall of Famer, an All-Pro, a Pro Bowler. He was a huge factor in the game and single-handedly made play-action plays unavailable for Atlanta because the Falcons couldn't block him or the other pass rushers that he freed up long enough. Donald had 10 hurries and 1 sack on 34 pass rush snaps and also 2 run stops. Donald had 10 hurries on 20 pass rush snaps in the first half. The second half on 14 pass rush snaps had 0 hurries, so Atlanta did make good adjustments at halftime. Credit again to Sarkeesian and the Atlanta coaching staff. And now defensively, Atlanta held the number one scoring offense in the NFL to 13 points. L.A. averaged 29.9 points per game this season. In their last six games, Atlanta's defense has only given up 16.3 points per game against the Rams, Panthers, Vikings, Saints two times, and Tampa Bay. Five of those are playoff teams, all of those except Tampa Bay. The defense is really coming along. Additionally, Alfred and the Atlanta defensive backs were terrific. Alford on eight targets allowed two catches for 18 yards, had two pass breakups and a 39.5 passer rating allowed. The Falcons' 2016 draft class on the defensive side of the ball had a good game. Jones, who many believe is the best Atlanta linebacker since Keith Brooking, had a 59.7 passer rating against versus L.A. in an 87.4 game grade. Keanu Neal was second on the team in tackles. Dev'Andre Campbell had his third sack of the year. And Grady Jarrett was a big disruptor in the middle all night long. All of those guys had good games. And now for the third phase, special teams. Andre Roberts and the special teams had a rough night. Atlanta was pinned back as far as field position goes for most of the night. In the first half, Atlanta's starting field position off of Roberts' returns was their own 10. So for those questioning the value of the return specialist, Andre Roberts, he does bring value in one main way, and that's because through 86 kick and punt return chances, he's only fumbled once in the Falcons' value ball security from their kick returners. For a note on injuries, Dan Quinn said no one had an injury setback during the game, which was a very good sign, so Atlanta will head back as close to full strength as possible. Nobody was set back, as they now move ahead to Philadelphia. And to cap off the show, I'll talk about PFF, Pro Football Focus, and their top-graded players. The top-graded player among both teams, linebacker Deion Jones with an 87.4 overall grade. He was the PFF game ball recipient again. He did a great job tackling on underneath passes, had a big play in coverage on the Rams in the end zone on fourth down. That stop sealed the game for the Falcons. The second-highest graded player on the night for Atlanta, cornerback Robert Alford, had an 85.5 grade and was locked down on the outside all night, had a phenomenal performance. Third highest graded player for Atlanta, Julio Jones, 83.8, did most of his work against Rams corner Trumaine Johnson. And Jones caught four passes for 52 yards against him. He shredded Johnson and had a great game. Another top player for Atlanta, wide receiver Mohamed Sanu, an 80.8 grade. Jones and Sanu combined for 17 targets on the night, and they had 13 grabs combined for 169 yards. And the 5th highest graded player for Atlanta, tight end Austin Hooper with an 80.6 grade. One other key player, of course quarterback Matt Ryan, graded out with a 73.6. He was pedestrian statistically, but had no turnovers and was under pressure on the majority of his dropbacks on 14 of his 35 pass attempts. He handled that well, and the biggest deal for Matt Ryan was just not turning the ball over, keeping a clean game, and keeping Atlanta plus 2 in the turnover margin and that'll do it for today's show thank you for tuning into the birds and braves podcast i'm luke winstall and i appreciate your support of the show i'll see you back soon with another one but first be sure to check out the podcast on social media at birds braves pod on the internet at birdsandbraves.podbean.com and also now on youtube the birds and braves podcast now has a youtube channel so please check it out subscribe and like thank you